Well, we have ABC News crime and terror analyst Brad Garrett on the KRDO Newsline. And Brad, earlier we had planned to talk to you about the North Carolina power grid attack. But then within the last 90 minutes, the big development involving WNBA star Brittany Griner being freed. So let's start with that, if we can. Uh, So what does this mean? Is this a win for the U.S. or did we lose anything or lose any competitive advantage in the swap well you know it's always hard shannon to assess uh swaps as to what what are the positive clearly the positive is getting Brittany griner home so i mean you can't you know you can't say anything better about that than she's coming home it's terrific but you know you're swapping her for an international arms trafficker who's been accused of being involved in killing americans I mean, the guy has provided arms for a number of third world governments of folks that we are enemies with. Um, And so as a result, it's sort of bittersweet. Great to get her home. Do I have issues releasing Victor Boot? The answer is yes. But, um, you know, I suppose the Russians just said this is the only way it's going to happen if you want her back. You know, I thought... It, this is going back a few weeks that the swap was maybe potentially going to be for Paul Whelan and Brittany, Brittany Griner, but obviously that didn't happen. So, um, you know, that's another side of the story that we may or may not really know what happened there. Uh, and the Russians may at the last minute have changed their mind. That's not uncommon in these swaps. But um, so I think it's a, it took a lot of months. Uh, and politics so play into these swaps, uh, I think in this case in particular from Mr. Putin, that he decided that this was the right moment <clears throat> politically for him to do this. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned uh, Paul Whelan as well. So where does this leave that situation in negotiations? I know uh, Victor Boot was a big negotiating tool for uh, the U.S. to release is there anyone else kind of of that caliber that uh, still might be in custody to try and pull off another prisoner swap? Well, there clearly are other Russians in prison for a number of different types of crimes. So we'll see. Now, does Putin care a lot about them? Who knows? Uh, I, I don't have the answer to that, of course. So, I mean, Victor Boot is somebody I assume that he has wanted back for a long time. I think they have a history which would make sense. Um, and, uh, you know, so he sort of got his way. I mean, let's face it, to give up Brittany Griner, you know, a well-known WNBA basketball player who had been invited to Russia to play basketball. And apparently a number of, of our professional basketball players have gone to Russia, in particularly women, to make more money during the off-season here in the U.S., so it's a different thing maybe than Paul Whelan, who, you know, they're accusing of being some sort of spy for the U.S. So whether that's true or not, or in any form true, it, it's still a perception from the Russian standpoint that <clears throat> we, may, we may not as easily let him go. 
Mm. And she was uh, definitely a card that uh, they were playing in this game of, uh, you know, who was going to be getting the most for the deal. Uh, Let's uh, change direction, Brad, if we can, and ask, uh, you know, this North Carolina power grid attack. Still no arrests in this yet. And it does look like it it was uh, not just intentional, but someone uh, who had access to a high powered rifle. Right. So, you know, obviously getting access to a high-powered rifle in this country is not a big deal. But um, it it strikes me that the person did know what they were doing. They removed the gate at one of the two power uh, substations that they shot up. Uh, And it sounds like, I'd have to know more, but that they shot basically in or toward the the transformers themselves, destroying them. Um, And that's why you had 40,000 people without power. It, Shannon, it's a it's a sobering example of how in this country our electrical grid is a hodgepodge, decentralized of of private businesses and government entities that control the power grids across the country. There is no federal direct oversight as to how they provide physical and cyber security, and so as a result, some are probably much better than others. It's a difficult system to protect because these power, these substations, many of them are just in the middle of nowhere, which sounds like that was the case of the two in Perry County, North Carolina. And so, uh, you know, how do you go about protecting them? And the answer is not easily. If you combine that, what I just said, because there's something like 55,000 substations, about 6,400 power plants across the country, um, is that you're going to have an inconsistency in both cybersecurity, which is another way to shut down these grids, and obviously the physical um, issue that we're talking about today. Yeah, it's definitely a complex situation, and again, uh, very dramatic uh, implications moving ahead as well. Brad, we appreciate uh, your time and analysis on both of these angles. Sounds great. Take care.